Hey, this is Jacob. We want to welcome you and thank you for listening to the EFGC podcast. We pray today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Make sure to comment and share so that we can impact our community with the truth and the power of the gospel. Now let's go ahead and get into the message. Come on, are you glad to be in the house of God today? Are you glad to be with the people of God today? Are you expecting God to do something in your life today? Who came with a need today? Who came with a need today? And how many believes that God can meet your need this morning? Whether it's a healing that you're needing, maybe it's deliverance that you're needing, maybe your family needs restored today. I serve the God who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And the same God that did it once, he'll do it before. He'll do it for you in your life if you'll expect and believe in faith today. Amen? Amen. Come on, give God one more hand clap of glory today as you're seated. I'm thankful to be in the house of God today, thankful to be here in Edgewood, thankful to be with a church that believes what God can do. He can do. Sandy. Praise the Lord. Praise God. And it's less than 1%. It's 0% because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? Amen. Thank you. Isn't God good? God still heals cancer, church. God can do anything. God can do the impossible. And that's the God we serve. Amen? That's the God we serve. Today, if you have your Bibles and you would turn with me to John chapter 19. John chapter 19, and I'm going to be reading and starting in verse 28. It says, After this, Jesus, knowing that all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled, said, I thirst. Now there was set a vessel full of vinegar, and they filled a sponge with vinegar and put it upon hyssop and put it into his mouth. When Jesus, therefore, had received the vinegar, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up the goat. Can you say, It is finished? Aren't you thankful today that it's finished? That it's done, that it's complete, that it's made in full. See, Jesus didn't do a job halfway. You know, there's nothing worse than a job that's halfway done. There's nothing worse than expecting something to happen, expecting a job to be fully complete, and you go and see it's only half done. I think they say that a job, a half done job is as good as none, and you know what I'm saying. You might as well have never even started if you're not going to finish, especially when you pay for it. Have you ever paid for a job to be complete? I, I imagine if, if someone would hire Logan Dirtworks to come and build them a pond and they just did it about halfway but took all the money, that people might be a little upset about that. People might be a little upset about that if the farmers this year just decided they were just going to halfway do the harvest, halfway do the fields. A job half finished is, is, is no good at all. But I'm thankful that my Jesus didn't do a job halfway. He didn't just go to the cross and halfway finish it, but he said, I've come and all things are done. My mission is accomplished and it is finished. That means it's paid in full. That means it's accomplished. That means that there was nothing left over. Jesus doesn't do a job halfway, and aren't you thankful for that today? Aren't you thankful that when he healed Sandy of cancer, he didn't just do it halfway, but he did it the whole complete way? Aren't you thankful that when he saved you, he didn't just save you for Sunday mornings, but he saved you for your whole life, for you to become a new creation, for you to be set apart, for you to be changed? 
Not just halfway, not just half done, not just a little bit when it feels good, but he said, it is finished. Say that again with me today, church. Say, it is finished. Come on, say it again. Say, it is finished. It's done. It's complete. When Jesus went to the cross, he did all that his father had wanted him to accomplish. Every sin, every sickness, every disease was laid upon him, and he was able to say that all things are accomplished. My mission is complete, and it is finished. It's done. And I have a question in my heart, in my spirit, in my mind. Why do we then as believers, as blood-bought believers who, who say, who confess the name of Jesus Christ, walk around as if our Savior only did a job halfway? Walk around as if our Savior only went to the cross and halfway did the job. And let me tell you something. There was a price that was paid for your freedom. There was a price that was paid for your healing. There was a price that was paid for your deliverance. The price was paid. The debt was paid in full. Yet we go and show up on the job like it's only half done. Like maybe it's only going to work half of the time. Like maybe I'm only saved on Sundays, but Monday through Saturday, it's a whole different story. That maybe Jesus can heal Sandy, but he can't heal me and my disease and my sickness. Well, let me tell you something. If that's the Jesus you're serving, you're not serving the right Jesus. Because the Jesus that I serve, he's made, said it is finished, it's done, it's made it complete, it's made full. And there's nothing else to worry about. There's nothing else to try about. There's nothing else to to try to accomplish because it is finished. It's done. Aren't you thankful today that it's finished in your life? Come on, give God a better hand clap of praise today. It's finished today. What it was finished on the cross, it, it was all things. All things were finished. Nothing was made incomplete. Nothing was left out. Jesus paid it all and all to him I owe. Sin had left a crimson stain, but my Jesus, he washed it white as snow. And I'm thankful for that today. I'm thankful that in your life, you don't have to walk around acting like things are half done in your life if you serve Jesus. If you've made Jesus your Lord and Savior, and if you haven't, today is your day. Today is the day of salvation, and you could be made completely new by Jesus Christ and the blood that he shed on Mount Calvary. But if you're a Christian and you're just living a half-finished life, you're not living in the full completeness of what Jesus died and paid for you to have. You're walking around with a counterfeit. You're walking around with a fake. You're walking around with religion. You're walking around this world just doing the things that the world would tell you. But if you would open up the word of God and let God speak to you, he will show you it's finished. It's done. It's complete. And you don't have to walk around in bondage anymore. You don't have to walk around in sin anymore. You don't have to walk around in shame anymore. But you can be completely set free by the power of the blood of Jesus Christ and by him saying, it is finished. Come on, give him another hand clap of praise today if you're thankful. Aren't you thankful that because of Jesus that we have dominion over sin instead of sin having dominion over us? What did Jesus say it was finished? Demi with when we have sin that demands over our life, sin that controls us. Turn with me this morning to Romans chapter 6. Romans chapter 6 starting in verse 6 today. It says, we know that our old sinful selves were crucified with Christ so that sin might lose its power in our life. I'm thankful that as a believer, sin has lost its power in my life. Amen. Sin should lose its power in your life when you come to know Jesus Christ. We are no longer slaves to sin. Somebody this morning needs to hear that. You've been a slave to sin. Sin has become your master. You've been just doing whatever it tells you to do. But let me tell you, through the power of 
Jesus, sin is no longer your master and you are no longer its slave. You're set free by the power of Jesus. That sin is no longer your master. We're no longer slaves to sin. For when we died with Christ, we were set free from the power of sin. And since we died with Christ, we know we will also live with him. We are sure of this because Christ was raised from the dead and he will never die again. Death no longer has any power over him. And when he died, he died once to break the power of sin. But now that he lives, he lives for the glory of God. So you also should consider yourselves to be dead to the power of sin and alive to God through Christ Jesus. Do not let sin control the way that you live. Church, it's finished. Sin does no longer has power over you if you're a blood-bought believer. But there's this misconception that sin is what's actually controlling you. That sin, we might as well just admit it. We're all sinners. We might as well give into it. We're all going to do it. We're all going to sin. So just go ahead and do it. Church, that's not what the Bible says. The Bible tells us that we are made free from the power of sin. And it no longer is your master. It no longer controls you. So that addiction that you keep going back to, it can be broken. And it will be broken by the power of Jesus. The sin that keeps entangling you no longer has power of you when you realize that it's finished. When you realize that it's done, that Jesus didn't do a job halfway, but when he died, he died so that you could be completely and uh, and uh, delivered from sin. Amen. You can be delivered from uh, the power of sin, the power of bondage, the power of addiction. There's people that struggle with addictions for years and years and years because they'll never realize that they can be completely set free from it by the power of Jesus Christ. And the devil convinces them that they just better hide it away in secret. Deal with it in secret. Don't tell anybody. But that's not what Jesus died on the cross for you to have to do. He died on the cross for you to be completely delivered. Let me tell you something. So many people are waiting for the devil to be defeated. Church, he was already defeated on the cross. He was already defeated. You don't have to wait for it to happen. Jesus Christ defeated the devil. He defeated sin, hell, and the grave when he died on the cross, and it is finished. Don't believe the lie of the world. Don't believe the lie of the enemy that you have to stay stuck where you're at. Today can be the day that no longer are you in the miry clay, but he'll set your feet upon the rock to stay. He'll set your feet and no longer will you be entangled with that. No more will you be in bondage with that, but you'll be set free by the power of Jesus Christ. You know that faith comes by hearing and hearing comes by the word of God. And today I believe that faith is being stirred up to bring out the sins that you've been letting go dormant for so many years. So many times you've just missed the altar call thinking I'm never going to get over that. Thinking it's always going to be this way. Thinking I'm always going to struggle with that. It's a generational curse. Well, Jesus broke generational curses by the blood of his uh, by the blood of Jesus and you don't have to be in that anymore you don't have to be stuck in that anymore you can be free today amen you can be free sin doesn't have dominion over you but you have dominion over sin as a believer let me say it again sin doesn't have dominion over you but you have dominion over sin as a believer you can walk in freedom you can walk in liberty you can walk in victory today because of Jesus Christ And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. And I believe that the spirit of the Lord is in this place today. And there's going to be freedom and liberty as we walk out of here today, set free from the bondage of sin, set free from the shame of sin. God will set you free because he sent his son and he said, it's finished. 
It's done. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, oh, grave, where is your sting? Because listen to this, but thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. You have victory today because of Jesus Christ. You have victory today because of Mount Calvary. You have victory today because he didn't do the job halfway. Stop living half in and half out. Stop living like you can be a Christian on Sunday, but struggle with sin the rest of the week. You can do that, but you don't have to because it's finished. There's freedom from sin today. Amen. There's freedom from bondage and you can walk in freedom and liberty. Give God a hand clap of praise today. Sin was finished. Sickness and disease is the other thing that was finished on the cross. Complete healing from sickness and disease. And I know there's many in here this morning that have a sickness, have a disease, have something that they're going through. But let me tell you something. God will heal you this morning because it is finished. It's finished. It's done. Matthew 8, 17, it says that, that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Esaias the prophet, saying himself took our infirmities and bear our sicknesses. When Jesus died on the cross and he said it is finished, it was for every type of sickness and disease that we could have, and you will be healed by the blood of Jesus Christ. Today, if there's something in your body that's wrong, that's not the will of God. And God's will is to heal all. Amen. God's will is to heal you today. God's will is to take that and for his glory to heal your body, to heal your mind. And I'm thankful that not only is it our bodily healing that it is, but when infirmity means any type of weakness, that it's our minds as well. We live in a culture today that has accepted mental things that are going on, mental illness, depression, anxiety, fear. It's almost like if you don't have it, there's something wrong with you. And if you do have it, you better raise your hand and brag about it that I have anxiety too. I have depression too. I have the, that is from the pit of hell, church. God died, sent his son to die for you so that you can be completely set free from not just physical bondage, but mental bondage. You don't have to be depressed. It's not cool to have anxiety. It's not cool to have mental illness. It's not cool to keep carrying the stuff that Jesus paid the price for you to be set free from. So many people are walking around and the worst is it's when Christians are the ones walking around as if they have all these problems, carrying them like a badge of honor. And God is just up in heaven saying, I sent my son to die for that. Yet you won't even accept it. You rather accept the, the, the claps of the world that good job. You have anxiety. Good job. You have mental illness. Good job. You have all these things instead of realizing Jesus died so you could be set free from that. And I was thinking this week of a time that I was in high school and I had been really sick for about a week um, in my body, just sick. And I'm, I'm not usually a sick person, but as I was ending that, I all of a sudden, and I had never had this experience in my life before, I started having, I guess, what would be an anxiety attack. I was fearful. I started breathing hard. I didn't realize what was happening. I, I, I felt like the walls were caving in. I felt like my mind was going nuts. And all of a sudden, I see my dad driving up the driveway. And my dad comes in, and he just takes me, 
carries me out to the to the garage, opens the garage door and just starts speaking in tongues, starts taking authority over it, starts taking authority over anxiety in my life. And I've never, ever experienced something like that again. But let me tell you something. There's a father that's taken authority over these things in your life. There's things in your life that it's time today to take authority over it with and stop putting up with. And so many times we just accept things that we need to take authority over. If you're having anxiety attacks, take authority over it now so it doesn't continue in your life. If you're depressed today, don't be ashamed of it and hide it anymore. Get to the altars and lay it down and let God fill you with the joy of the Lord that's your strength. Let God fill you up to overflowing and bubbling out. Don't accept fear. God hasn't given you a spirit of fear, but of love, of power, and of a sound mind. Church, as a believer, you should have a sound mind. In a world that's going crazy, you should be able to walk in with the anointing with the power of the holy ghost and have a sound mind when everybody else is going crazy you don't have to have anxiety you don't have to have fear you don't have to have mental illness you don't have to have cancer you don't have to have asthma you don't have to have any type of sickness and disease jesus died so that you can be free from it today So many people have accepted things for so long as just normal. Let me tell you, today, if you'll have faith and believe and you'll give it to God, he'll take it away and you'll be healed in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I believe that there's going to be people healed today. Come on, do you believe it? That there's going to be people healed today. I believe Tinley is going to be healed today. Tracy is going to be healed today. That people are going to be healed. How do I know it? Because I've seen him do it before. And because when I open up this word, it's what he says he'll do. And I believe the word of God to be true. And I know that he still is the healer. I am the God that healeth thee. I am the God, your healer. He is still the healer, church. Doctors can only do so much. Physicians can only do so much. Pills can only do so much. But there's nothing impossible with our God. You might have gotten an impossible report. You might not understand how it's going to work out. You might not know what's going to happen. But let me tell you something. God will heal your sickness and your disease, your mind, your body. The Lord touches you and will heal you in Jesus' name. Amen? Amen. Give him a hand clap of praise if you believe that he's the healer today. Not just of your body, but of your mind. No longer are we going to walk around slaves to sin and slaves to the things that the devil tries to entangle us with, but knowing that it's finished. He didn't do it halfway, but he done it fully. He done it so today the believer can be completely set free, free from bondage, free from sickness, free from disease. Amen? Another thing that Jesus, when he died and he said it is finished, was that he made a way for us to, to live in the power of the Holy Ghost. When the veil was torn in two, no longer do we have to go to a priest. No longer do we have to talk to God through anybody else. But Jesus said that my father is going to send the advocate for you. My father is going to send the advocate. And he's going to not just be with you, but he's going to dwell inside of you. And it's finished. It's done. You don't have to walk alone anymore. But the Holy Ghost will come and live inside of you. The Holy Ghost will come and live inside of you. Galatians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3 and verse 13, it says, But Christ has rescued us from the curse pronounced by the law. When he was hung up on the cross, he took upon himself the curse for our wrongdoings. For it is written in the scriptures, Curse is everyone who hung on a tree. 
Through Jesus Christ, God has blessed the Gentiles with the same blessing he promised to Abraham so that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. Let me read that last line again. So that we who are believers might receive the promised Holy Spirit through faith. If you're a believer today, raise your hand. The promise of the Holy Ghost is for you today. The Holy Ghost isn't just for radicals. The Holy Ghost isn't just for people that, that, that are elite or pastors or preachers. The Holy Ghost is for anyone that will come thirsty and seek him and, and receive the promise that Jesus died to give us. Amen. The Holy Ghost is a promise, but why are we accepting the promise? Why aren't we receiving the promise? Why aren't we walking in the full power and the full authority that Jesus finished for us on the cross? And here's the thing. When you're baptized in the Holy Ghost, tongues is amazing. I love to pray in tongues. Paul said, I pray in tongues more than all of you. It's good to pray in tongues. I'm a believer in tongues. And you'll have that evidence of speaking in tongues when you're baptized in the Holy Ghost. But that's not all the Holy Ghost is about. The Holy Ghost will teach you. You know, so many people are confused. They need a teacher. They'll go to anybody. They'll call anybody on the phone, message anybody on Facebook. What should I do? How should I do this? You know what? They need to be filled and baptized with the Holy Ghost, and the Holy Ghost will teach them. People need direction. The Holy Ghost will direct you. The Holy Ghost will guide you. The Holy Ghost will strengthen you and build you up. When you're praying in the Spirit, your faith is being built up. How many needed built up just even this week? Needed just an encouragement. Needed God to do something. You know what you could do? Pray in the Holy Ghost. But what happens is when we don't accept the finished work of God and we don't think the Holy Ghost is for us, it's just for other people, we just stay in that place of discouragement. We just stay in that place of feeling down. But if you have the Holy Ghost, the promise of the Holy Ghost that Jesus gave away to when he said it is finished, no longer do you have to stay down, but you can pray in the Holy Ghost and be built up. You can pray in the Holy Ghost and be strengthened. You can pray in the Holy Ghost and, and, and be delivered, be, be, be led to truth, be taught. And I believe that the Holy Ghost gives us an anointing and a power to walk in victory. I don't know about you, but in these, in this world that we're living in, I don't just want to walk, but I want to walk with anointing. I want to walk with power and I want to walk in victory. There's places that you're going to have to go into, people that you have to witness to, that you're not going to have any idea what to do or what to say. But the Bible tells us that the Holy Ghost will speak and will will go, will speak through you when you don't know what to say, when you don't know what to do, when you're, when it feels like all hell is breaking loose, the anointing and the power of the Holy Ghost will change things around you, change your family, change your situation, change your workplace. The Holy Ghost will change things that you can't do in your own power so we can't walk around acting as if we're weak anymore acting as if we have nothing if you're believing and that it is finished you have the same power that raised jesus christ from the dead lives in you and you have power you have victory you have anointing can you give god a hand clap of praise this morning church let me just tell you as your pastor you need the baptism of the holy ghost You need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. I love you, and it doesn't make you any better. It doesn't make you any less. But in the world that we're living today, you need the baptism of the Holy Ghost. There's a, I believe it was on Facebook. It said, do you need the Holy Ghost to get to heaven? It says, honey, you need the Holy Ghost to walk through Walmart. 
You need the Holy Ghost to walk through Walmart. We need the Holy Ghost. And why wouldn't you accept the promise that Jesus provided for you? Imagine Jesus standing here today with a gift and you saying, no, it's okay. Just give it to somebody else. That's what so many believers are doing when they reject the baptism of the Holy Ghost, when they reject the very power that could make them godly. When they reject the thing that Jesus died. When we stay in sin, church, we're rejecting that the, the final work of the cross that it's finished. When you're staying in sin, knowing that Jesus died so that you could be free from it, that's not, I believe, what Jesus died for. He believed, he died for you to be free. He died for you to be set free. He died so that you could be healed, so that you could be whole, and that you could walk in power and walk in authority. Today, you can walk out of this place completely set free because of the finished work of Jesus Christ. If you believe that today, won't you give them a hand clap of praise? Won't you stand with me this morning? Jesus, we worship you in this place. God, we're thankful that your word will not return void, but today we're going to see you do miracles, signs, and wonders in this place. God, that people that have been stuck in bondage of sin, God, people that have been sick in their minds and their bodies, God, people that ha- have rejected maybe the power, maybe they're scared, maybe they don't know, but today they'll be filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We stir up our faith today. We stir up our expectation today. God, knowing that through you there is nothing that is impossible. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you'd like to become more connected or find out more information in any way, click on the links in the description. 